How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hello. Yo, yo. What's up? All right. Last week I said it was episode 63, but I was f***ing lying. This is episode 63. Wait, so there's two episode 63s? No, I said it was episode 63, but I titled it episode 62. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Nobody gives a shit at all. I just felt like calling myself out. As long as there's not two episode 63s. Anyways. I just saw a picture on somebody's Facebook that they... uh, It was a picture of two lockers in high school, and it said the title was... uh, I went to a Catholic high school because it was uh, locker number six. Uh, 65 and locker number 667 next to each other. They just, like, it's like in hotels, they don't put a 13th floor. There just wasn't a 666 locker. Speaking Mm. of the 13th floor, have you guys been to the 13th floor here on Intercom? No. No. Holy What is it? It is a company that makes video cameras for cops and tasers. Wow. And they have a... And they seriously, after we're done with this podcast, we should go talk to the security guard real quick and be like, yo, sh- bring us to the 13th floor because it is something out of a video game. It takes your eye scanners, it scans your eyes, and then it opens up into this crazy, uh, I don't know, it looks like something out of seriously like Gears of War. Whoa. It's epic. And uh, they're it, just all tactically. Tacked oh, yeah. Out. It's like space station style. The entrance to this place. So that's sounds Seriously. a little insane. Let's do it. How that. did you come across this? Did you like uh, see the elevator open once when you were on it or something? No, someone texted me. It was uh, who was it? I think it might have been Ted, and he was like, "Hey man, check out the thirteenth floor." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And so I talked to the security guard when I came up here before Loud and Local. I was like, "Hey, can you bring me to the thirteenth floor?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah, let's go up there for a second. <laughs> Went up there. Crazy. <laughs> so seriously, after we're done with this podcast, covert mission, go check out the 13th floor real quick. All right, all right. If we have some time. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll make time. We'll budget we'll. it. If Metal Shop starts late, f- it. We're on the 13th floor. I bet there's nobody there right now. There is no one there. We could probably just knock out the security guard and go buck nutty in that tactical <laughs> place. I don't know, man. Like, what are they gonna do once we get our hands on all their stuff? Are your eyes gonna meet their scanning? F- yeah. Okay. So what's up with you guys? What have you been up to this week? What about you, Beardo? Oh, yeah, it's been a beer. Congratulations to Ryan, who got hired onto the company this week. Cool. That's right. Good job. After like 17,000 hours of being on Metal Shop <laughs> and a lot of hard work and busting his ass and, and showing up every week, finally he gets recognition. So right on. Yeah, man. Congrats. Pretty stoked. I, I actually did the math on it. Um, I have uh, I have over two thousand hours of on air time logged between Metal Shop and KB or KSW and KBGA, and an estimated about three thousand in non on air radio stuff. Cool. Yeah, between the two, so I'm I'm pretty. That I, makes it, me wonder how much of my life I've wasted on right? this. Right. It, it's 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 a bittersweet feeling, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, you know that this card feels pretty good in my pocket. You know, it's uh, a. <laughs> Here at the station, we have uh, all these. Powerful. We we have these little cards that you got to swipe in order to get in and out of the building and in and out of the station. And up until this point, I've been constantly having to borrow yeah, Kevin or Ian's card to get in and, out of, in and out of the building or in and out of uh, the station. And um, it's it's a great feeling to be able to just kind of wait. Yeah, now you can leave us alone. In. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You probably feel like I felt when I was in seventh grade and got my first ASB card. Yeah, there you go. It's just like, oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> and then you'll start losing it. Don't be that guy, by the way. No, I am not losing my card. Dwight's a nice guy, but... Uh, I, I want to keep up... I want to do better than your track record. Because I feel like you might have the record. I only lost it once, and it's because Max dropped it down a fucking... Brian, it's shoot. my track record. Yeah, let's Ke- be real. Here. Kevin's the one that loses his keys all the time. No. I lost keys a couple years back, and I just never got a key to Castle's office. Dude, finally, that, that was the second key you had lost. Finally, it was loud and local that really sent me over, and where I said, "Fuck it, I really need to d- take care of this." So I finally got a key. Um, it wasn't even that hard, was it? No, it wasn't that hard. 
But you just asked and it showed up. Ryan, I would like to say you were mentioning how you were on air like 3000 3000 hours or whatever. <laughs> I'd like to say and this is super super um how should I say gay, but we have <laughs> all three of us have talked to each other on air more than any relationship you will ever have with a female in your life. Yeah. This is true. This is true. <laughs> and probably any other person in general. No, it, it's We've it's... had more on-air conversations than you will ever have with the most important woman who you will probably marry in your future, whoever that may be. That's true. Yeah. So this we are hetero life for partners, time. all three of us. There you go. And now Ryan's officially on the payroll. Mm-hmm. Good job. I am indeed. I am getting paid right now. Still so they it. okay. So they give you the thumbs up. You don't have to like h- pretend that you're hiding from Metal Shop. They're paying you to be on Metal Shop. Yeah. That's no tight. longer are you intern Ryan. You are now. Board op, Ryan. See, now I have to kill Ryan because he took away the money that I wanted for my raise. Producer Ryan. <laughs> producer Ryan. Yeah, I, I want to- Ryan the producer? RTB? RTB? That's, RTP? That's cool. I like that. Uh, I'm, okay. It, <laughs> it, well, I mean, I, Steve's I want, going by Migs now, so Might it. as well. Uh, RTP. Yeah. Ryan I, I, the I want producer. correspondent. You know, I, I, I thought that'd be a good one. Senior beard correspondent? Yeah, yeah Exactly. We got to Follicle correspondent. Follicle yeah, correspondent. Gross. That's like moist. The word moist. Moist Don't panties. Say follicle. Y- moist panties. Moist. I've got an ingrown follicle. I had a friend it's who pussy. It's so hated. moist. Moistened follicle. <laughs> My friend Chelsea in high school hated the words moist and chicken. So I would always say moist chicken panties. Nice chicken panties. I, I was, That's seriously uh, disturbing. As I was eating my lunch, at so the, disturbing. As I was eating my lunch at the Central today, I actually turned to my buddy Mike and I was like, "Dude, this chicken's legit. I mean, this is a really moist breast." <laughs> <laughs> he almost dropped the drink he was making. Gross. <laughs> this is seriously moist breast, bro. Panties. Ew. What the fuck is wrong with us, man? <laughs> Uh, so I went to Burger Boss a few times Ooh, in West Burger Seattle. Boss is so good. And now I always get these text messages when I wake up in the morning. They're like, Seahawks are, you know, Russell Wilson just re-signed. Now come and get some free fries. Seriously, I want to go every time I get these goddamn text messages. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that they had like a texting service. Yeah, sign up, man. Dude, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's a bad idea for me. Ah, <sighs> good. So times. you got Burger Boss. What do you get at Burger Boss? Uh, I don't know what I got at Burger Boss. I usually but was, get the Dub C. Oh, uh, yes. That's a good one. Big, greasy, fat, cheesy, awesome burgers. Dude, it's like Dick's, but Seattle. better. Yeah, it's better. And they got more stuff. I'd say it's better than Dick's. Dick's is good. They have it's like solid. fried, uh, fried cookie food. dough. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. Or like hangover food. Yeah. What else did you do this week? Did you just eat burgers? Uh, no, I didn't eat too many burgers. <laughs> I, uh, did you just hang out at Burger Boss in the parking lot? I had a stressful last week at my job in Bellevue, and then I f- said, goodbye, Bellevue, one last time, and I'm never going back again. I literally, it will take a lot for me to go back to Bellevue because- You've done it twice now, or more than that even. No, yeah, exactly, but you I transferred one store, job from Bellevue. And then, yeah. That's true. I worked at a record store in Bellevue, left Bellevue, <clears> said, <throat> you Bellevue and then it and came then it, back yeah. <laughs> after I got fired from it's a like job. STD. Eh, bad times. So I went back to Bellevue and for the last few years I've had day jobs consistently in Bellevue. Not saying they're bad jobs, but I'm done with Bellevue. So I started on Friday at my new job and it's pretty legit. It's a company that makes harps and hammer dulcimers. So I've decided that we're going to play a black metal band that uses hammer dulcimers tonight on Metal Shop. Sick. Oh. Sweet. You should learn how to play the harp. While you're in there. That'd be pretty cool. The harp is freaking complicated, man. Dude. Have you ever actually legitimately tried to play a harp instead of just Legitimately? Kind of no. Yeah. Freaking harp. Wait, hold on. I got to bring this up. Kevin's beef with your wor- your usage of the word legit. <laughs> legitly. Versus legitimately. <laughs> you, no, you, you didn't say legit. You said legitly. <laughs> that is not a word, man. <laughs> it. It's legit amit. Lee. That's like uh, the verbal equivalent of Kevin seeing Comic Sans and saying he's gonna be like, "What the f-? dude?" <laughs> I, I legitimately, just, I just think it's really funny that that's it, it's it's. <laughs> there's two or three things that I say like <laughs> slang terms 
that Legit. you just cannot leave alone. Every time I, I say just correct it, you. it's, it's your, your brain just kind of <laughs> latches on. You're like, ah! It's like you got to use, it's either legit or legitimately. Legitly is not a Morgan word. Morgan Social right. used to always say that. Legitly, bro. It's legitimately. You just want to spin kick him. <laughs> At least uh, I don't say B. Oh, God, I fucking hate that. What's up, B? <laughs> Ew, see, that's my word. <laughs> that's my chicken. That's my moist pandy chicken. What's up, B? Oh, <laughs> you're like bringing back Gabriel goodbye. What's up, B? <laughs> so, uh, last God night, damn. I went to a really questionable no. pop punk show in Fremont. <laughs> Shout oh out to God. my friend Cody, who his band performed good times. They were all right. Uh, it was cool to watch a friend's band play their last show. But these they're, other bands. They're called Good Times? Yeah, they're called Good Times Great Oldies. And uh, Seriously? So, no. Oh. That's, <laughs> they're that's, called that's cool Lost New York, as in like Home Alone Lost in New York. Ah, that's kind of tight. Yeah. I can get down with that. Uh, but this show was so funny, and it was like it was like a pop show. It wasn't pop punk. And so I show up and I walk into the venue. This guy pats me on the shoulder and he goes, Hey, bro, smile. Oh. <laughs> Gross. Be like, are you high? Now I know what it's like to be like a girl that gets like a creepy dude going up Why to him. Why don't you smile like, more? Smile more. It makes you more beautiful. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bae. Smile. Can I get your digits? Instagram. Uh, you know, t- to this day, still one of my favorite bits of stage banter I've ever heard was Devin Townsend saying to the whole audience, and he's like, all you people who are up here partying down, shoving each other, that's awesome, keep having fun. To all you people in the back, standing there with your arms crossed, just kind of nodding, enjoy the show, have a good time, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I like yeah, that mentality, like, you know? Right, because I don't want to get in the pit and try and love someone. Yeah, exactly, you know, just have But I want to watch. You're you're there. You're participating. You're enjoying the music too. I gotta no. say, dude, I had a pretty fucking stupid week. Really? Like, uh, just to bring the mood down a little bit. I feel f- fine about it now, but I was dealing with it literally all week. I found out that the person that I was dating uh, decided that it would be a good idea to get on the internet and make money by uh, getting naked online for people. Oh, right. Which is a very profitable enterprise. For Absolutely. Us, right. Mm-hmm. But wait, what's her name? <laughs> Have I been watching her? Yeah, probably, knowing you. Not watch me. But it's the kind of thing where it's uh I was like, I'm you know, I know that you're doing this as a total lazy cop out. You're more than capable of finding something to do, you know. And uh I basically was like, I'm not I don't really feel comfortable being a part of that. You know, I'm not trying to be a dick or whatever, but in, in for me, I'm not the person that I care about and want to be intimate with. I don't want that person to just like show their t- to anybody that has twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that it just makes it not special for me. Yeah. And it's just awkward knowing that, like, especially if you do it long enough, like, people find out. Like, it's not. This is twenty fifteen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. A fucking secret or anything yeah. like that. Like, and if you don't get that, you don't know how the internet works. You yeah. know what I mean? I googled her name and it popped up, and that's really how, yeah. And I was just like, "What the?" So f-? she uses her real name. No, but I, I, it was like it's a pseudo name she uses on a lot of her social media. Stuff, like a suicide so. girl? No, no, okay. not really. But she, but she, I found out she was doing it with another girl too. Ah. And I was just like, she was. I don't care. Like, it is twenty. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> it is twenty fifteen. So it's like, are we supposed to be expecting like equality in terms of me not thinking that it's them having sex basically kind of on camera like softcore porn mm-hmm. it's just fucking weird and i was like i don't want to be a part of that so it's almost like chasing amy but it's happening right now it's not like it's in the past right, right. <laughs> so here's the question for you if you had an offer and you could get paid a shit ton of money because camp girls make a lot of money right um would you and be they can willing- do it every day or yeah multiple times a day or whatever. exactly would you be willing to sit there and, and get paid for it would I be willing to? Yeah, yeah. Would you do it if you could? I mean, it'd be weird. I would just you, feel like would the, you be a cam dude? No, nah, I would, probably not. It depends Couldn't on do it? the thing. Is though, and the the thing that I was the most worried about is that it's an easy fucking gateway into doing straight up porn or doing something like way because everybody's way got their hardcore. number. Yeah. Eventually, someone's gonna give you the right price tag, and you're gonna go. Nah, I can't pass that up. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're just going to, f- and it's going to fucking happen. It's a slippery like, I know slope. I've dated strippers before. I know how it works in terms of like the majority of strippers, 
as I hate to say, sometimes, maybe not the majority, but sometimes strippers end up becoming sex workers and it's not a fucking secret, you know? Yeah. That's the nature of the industry. Mm -hmm. So it just sucks because I was supposed to go to my friend's wedding yesterday in Bozeman Mm -hmm. and uh, I was supposed to take this person and I didn't want to go by myself, so I fucking missed that. Yeah. That sucked. So uh, I'm free, though. Yeah, it's all good. Well, I'm, it's all over because she chose it over me. So, is she good. making Harsh, a, a large amount of money? I don't know. I it's it's. I don't know. I don't know. It's all relative, I guess. A few Fair hundred enough. bucks at a time, but I don't. I would you probably, can do it from the comfort of your own home. Is the argument, you know? If it yeah. was someone that I was super invested <laughs> in, as far as emotionally, yeah, I would be super bummed out. Well, it's somebody honestly. that I had been dating on and off for like three years, and so for this to just pop up, like you know. Yeah. This far along into it, it's just like, it's one of those where I'm just like instantly turned off. Autom- yeah. And just right off the bat. I'm just, just like, can't I can't, deal. I can't f-ing do that. Yeah. It's, it's hard know. trying to date, try to date a cam girl or a stripper or something like that. It just grates on your brain, like and knowing, on your nerve. Like yeah. it's, it's in the back of uh, your head, you know, yeah. that the first time you, you, uh, you run into that situation, you try to be okay with it and you think to yourself, oh, I'm a forward thinking individual. I get right, it. It's not exactly. that big a deal. And you try to justify it and put yourself in her position, all this shit. Right. But at the end of the day, it's, it's just, it's always in the back of your mind that like right. this is this thing that's going on and it's it's rough mm. man and it's it like sucks. you said like i've done it before i've tried it before i've, I've said that like you know i'm a progressive kind of guy you know this we live in a modern age yeah I, I can find a way to be comfortable with it i just never ca- could yeah and that's just me you know and, and the her argument was you know uh well it's my body it's my prerogative i get to do it and you're totally 100 percent correct in all of right. those aspects i just don't want to have anything to do with it Right. Sorry. Bye, Felicia. So, I, it's all good. That was my week, though. Literally every fucking day. During the Monday through Friday this week, I was dealing with that on the phone. Ugh. So, uh Sounds stressful. Rough, dude. Well, I figured, you know, as I'm approaching 30 years old, do, I, do we still have to have these long, dragged-out, big, blow-out fucking arguments? Was really? It, did she at least call <laughs> you, or was it all via text? It was both. I don't know, man. It's fucking stupid. It sucks. Anyway, I didn't mean to bring you down, but that's what I've literally always. Oh man, good, so, good cheers. thing to good topic. I'm glad good things are happening to you guys. <laughs> about I that? It. Uh, It'll uh, be my turn next. On a bummer note, as well, I figure we might as well mention it. Roddy Roddy Piper has oh, passed yes. away at the Damn. age of 61 due Rest to peace. Uh, heart attack. Now, Roddy Roddy Piper, uh, for me personally, I meant a lot because my mom grew up watching him in Portland wrestling. He uh. started. Uh, her favorites were Jimmy Snuka and Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, s- such an awesome dude. He was uh, class uh, of of his own as far as a. Sh- talker oh Um, yeah dude he would work the mic like nobody's business he was uh a great uh not only wrestler but he was an actor he was in um they live classic (laughs) classic movie and uh he's all about kicking ass and bubble gum he's all out of bubble gum so roddy roddy piper uh another one fallen pro wrestling has been seriously a, a bummer for the past few months. R- Dusty Rhodes dies. We find out our our childhood hero Hulk Hogan is a piece of sh- racist. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then Rowdy Roddy Piper dies. I can't believe Hulk Hogan kept it in that long. Seriously, if you're a child of the '80s, your last few months have died. Bill Cosby's a serial rapist. <laughs> Jesus. Hulk Hogan's a racist. Macho Man died last year. Macho Man died or earlier this year. Uh, and Dusty Rhodes dies. Rowdy Roddy Piper dies. They're all hitting. Did you see that? Not when when Rowdy Roddy Piper died. Not one of the number one trends on Twitter was hashtag Why Not Hogan. Oh God! Oh, no. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! Sorry, Hulk. That was pretty bad. Be a man, Hulk. And my friend who's black actually posted on Facebook. He said, "Hey, man." All he said was the N-word. I'm pretty sure every dad of girls that I've dated has said the same exact thing about me. <laughs> Weird. What I mean, just. It's an awkward situation because they taped him, like, in the, quote, comfort of his own home, privacy or whatever. I'm sure he was on some drugs. I, I'm sure they were having a great old time. He's getting his dick by his friend's fucking wife. So, yeah. Good great times. Great times. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. The 80s, just, just the whole thing just falling apart. I think it started with Michael Jackson, man. Michael Jackson? A couple years ago. Dude. That was a train wreck, obviously. Yeah. We've all seen that coming. Okay. If you were... uh. A parent, and you get a proposition for like ten thousand dollars. Oh my god! 
to have your child go hang out with this known creep. Just serve him up on a silver platter. Just be like, hey, he's not going to do anything sexual. He's just going to hang out and have a sleepover at this ranch where they have lots of rides and he provides you with food. Jesus juice. Jesus juice and all these enjoyable things. But you have to let him go for a weekend. $10,000. Would you do it? Yep. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> and that's why it's a good thing he's not a dad. Nope. I'm just kidding. But uh, thankfully, it's never going to have to happen again, at least not with Michael Jackson. It still happens all over the fucking world. <sighs> anyway, uh, let's do this. What are you signaling me for, Ryan? We're in the middle of starting the fucking news. Sorry, man. Got to move. So you I can't, can, uh, can't tell me computer. to stop. Oh, well, then just fucking move and I'll figure it out. All right. You're ruining, you just ruined the news intro. It's official. The, this just in, Ryan is a fucking schmuck. A schmuck, big schmuck. The first day he's starting to get paid, he's already ruining my life. I'd like to send a quick shout out to Tim who tried to show up or something, but he's not here. <laughs> uh, it was, he, you told me he was high on acid last night. He was. It's, it's, you usually need 24 hours to recover from that, man. At least. I did not know that was in his plan, though. <laughs> when I invited him up here to do the podcast today. Do you need 24 hours to re- recover from acid? I mean, your you brain's just all more floaty acid. and fuzzy and weird. Just take more acid. It's 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 kind of like when you walk into some a body of water that's kind of murky and there's some sediment and stuff and it gets all stirred up and it kind of stays that way Interesting for a while. analogy. Uh, all right. Uh, cataclysm this over these last 10 days has put out a song and a music video every single day. Damn. Ten videos, ten songs, ten days, leading up to uh, the release of their new record. This is the tenth and final one, The World is a Dying Insect. I want to know, like, who made these, and if it was all made by one person. And if so, that's got to be a cool phone call to get and be like, hey, we got a job offer for you. We want you to conceptualize our whole record. Ten music videos. Ten days. We got to record them all in ten days. Dude, this is actually we got to record ten of them in one day. Actually, we only have one hour. Go. And it starts now. They're like filming after this phone call. Bugs on the floor. Yeah. It's kind of new metal-y. Reminds me of that one Ramallah song. Hey man, can't stop the rock. There it is. Anyway, the new record is basically out now. Ooh. Technically. Oh, what's it? What are they gonna do? Oh, there it is. Anyway, if you want to go check it out, all ten of them are available now. Cataclysm. Turns it down right as it kicks in. Motorhead posts the Electricity Lyric video. They have a new album coming out on 28th of August called Bad Magic. Uh, have you ever seen the Motor, like the Lemmy documentary? I don't think so. Uh, it's interesting, man. This guy, he he's in Motorhead, and he has this kind of whole apartment that's like rent-controlled in L.A., and he just plays video poker every night and drinks. And he has lots of Nazi memorabilia. Who, Lemmy? Lemmy, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. How old is Lemmy now? Uh, I think he's like 87. He's getting up there. No. Check, check on Wikipedia or something. For, I'm just curious. Look for me. Anyway, new, new new Motorhead record. They're putting out a new record like every couple years. Old as dirt. Just cranking them out. So, uh, Obscura just came out with a new record. Um, well, they, well, they, they finished, finished production finished, yeah. on a new record, which is awesome. It's It's been a while since the last one came out. They had a couple lineup tweaks here and there. And uh, the quote about this one is... Um, uh, we're proud to announce that we finished production on the new album, and the production was full of extremes in so many ways. All band members were working at their limit to make this album the best possible. 
And then uh, they gave big thanks to their engineer, and they said that there's going to be some new sounds with uh, very detailed, atmospheric, dark, and heavy parts. So Obscure recently had to drop off the Summer Slaughter tour due to visa problems. Which it's always is, a vi- somebody always did something. It's a huge pain in the butt. Oh, you're um, the European version of a, a felon? Nope, you're not coming in. Not coming into my country. Nope. Not bringing them devil sounds. It's because uh, all those metalheads were, were all a bunch of scumbags, man, doing yeah, scummy dude. things. We are the scum of the earth. Mm-hmm. I will attest to that. Dude, this music video for Terror, they teamed up with uh, Seth Rollins, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> nice. And he filmed it as a crazy sociopath, psychopath inside this like uh, cell where he's like, you know, in a straight jacket. Pretty wild music video. New Terror. It's called Mind at War. Within myself and I'm disgraced Everywhere I look, just describes My mind at war Begins again This war, it's happening This war, out of these streets This war, sweet long round This war, blocks with you and me Caught in my thoughts, just damaging Exterminate my suffering This war, it's happening This war Next week, August 7th, the new Terror Records coming out. What is that, like record number eight for them? Seven? I think so. Number seven, I think. Well, it sounds like Terror. It's like the new Lamb of God record. It's like, oh, sounds like Lamb of God. Sounds like Log. Sounds good to me. More stage dives. Exactly. I need more stage dives in the monitor, please. More stage dives, please. More! Uh, I wanted to talk about the new Annihilator because I really like that band. I like Jeff Waters, but this sh- sucks. Really? Uh, I mean, do you want to listen to it? I mean, Check yeah, it out. Yeah, man. Suicide Society. I mean, it, it's got a couple... That's a terrible name. Like, the Suicide Society! We yeah! Bloody mad. Welcome to the dark side yeah. of the human race. Crumbling before us, ending in disgrace. Mother Earth is pissed. See, this is about as far as I got, and I was like, nah. This sucks. This part is cool. This riff is cool. Like, what is going on here? Like, are you trying to go mainstream by talking about, like, some weird anti-war song? They sound like a crappy version of Megadeth. Like, what the f***? Like... (laughs) That's awful. Yes, that's what it sounds like, a Megadeth. Yeah. Uh, New preview of a a very... It's like 30 seconds of the new Iron Maiden song. Nice. There it is. They got a new record called "The Book of Souls." Oh, that's not. That's not Iron Maiden. I don't think. Might be. That's their. That's the new record. <laughs> uh, Soulfly posted Sodomites, a music music video or lyric video for the song Sodomites. New stuff by Soulfly featuring Todd Jones of the band Nails. New Soulfly out on August fourteenth. Uh, the new Soulfly records in the last couple years are awesome. I wish this is what Sepultura would have gone on to do.
anyway, it's pretty crushing, as yeah, you can tell. Man. I don't want to stop listening to it. Yeah. Not too bad. You're cut off. I dig it. You are cut off. Bummer. So, uh, Aborted's working on a new album, which is awesome news for all of us uh, huge death metal fans. This band is absolutely awesome and has been doing nothing but awesome things because I can't stop saying the word awesome right now. Uh, they, That's awesome. They uh, have just begun writing new material <clears throat> to follow up their last record, The Necrotic Manifesto, and they posted an awesome-looking playthrough video. Yeah. Uh, which looks pretty neat. I'm sure it's... Yeah. D. Learn oh. how to learn how to do it, Ryan. Yeah, right. Uh, new Christian Mistress. Nice. Uh, I don't see a s- Oh, Seattle at they're playing Lindos. Nice. August 15th, so That's cool. I kind of want to go to that. I'm sure they're probably playing out back. Very cool. But they got a new record coming out on Relapse Records, which is pretty rad. Uh, this song is called Stronger Than Blood. Uh, September 18th for the new record. Skip in halfway. Same riff. Alright, well that was a shitty skip, sorry. Anyway, you get the idea. New Christian Mistress. For today is uh, announcing that they have now signed with Nuclear Blast Records. Uh, now, for today is a Christian, very, very outspoken Christian hardcore band. Uh, I hate this band. On Face Down Records. Uh, and uh, Marcus St- Steiger of Nuclear Blast said he's very happy to work with one of his absolute favorite American bands. This band is unique in their mission, style, and message. They have delivered a killer album, and it's such an amazing opportunity to sign for today to Nuclear Blast during this time. I just don't want to have to hear it. Well, Here's the thing. Here's the fastest way to get me to immediately and automatically not give a fuck about your band, or hate you, is to get up on the stage with that bully pulpit of the microphone in front of a bunch of people and start proselytizing and f***ing preaching to people about your Christian faith. I f***ing hate that Dude, more power to you if that's what you choose to do in your life. I, I, I think it's unfair and I think it's unrealistic. And I think the whole thing is f***ing fake in the first place. That's just my opinion. But I, I, I constantly see it and I always hear this dude and he never backs down on it. He reminds me of like... Uh, some crazy-ass evangelical, like, TV guy, you know what I mean? Or, like, a Mark Driscoll or something like that. I don't... So, I don't... So, sorry, I just wanted to throw that in there because I wanted to hate on that band for a second. No, no, no that, <laughs> that band sucks ass, and that, that and it, whole thing sucks ass. Right. Yeah, um... So, that band. Speaking of bands that suck ass, uh, Trivium just posted a new music video, <laughs> and it's called Silence and Snow. Um, something that might suck a little less ass is uh, Ishan did, um... A little bit of guest stuff Isan? on there. Isan. I yeah. Can, I can never figure out how to pronounce that right. It's like yeah. potato, potato. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I haven't listened to it because I don't really care about this band, but... You are now. Anyway, yep, here it is. They got a new record coming out also. This is called uh, Silence in the Snow. Their new record's coming out October 2nd on Roadrunner. Looking at the look on both of your guys' faces right now. What's the part of their ESA on is? I want to know. 
I just want to skip to that. Where is that? Hey, uh, sorry. I didn't <laughs> tell you, but I, I gave you trivium. <laughs> uh, you're going to need to go to the doctor and get that cleared up. So, uh, something that doesn't suck, Gorod has a new song um, that they've posted or attempted to post up for us all to enjoy. It's called Celestial Nature. There's a very cool guitar playthrough video for it, but um, the link for the song itself is only working in the UK. So, the rest of us have to wait until Monday. And uh, that's a tip from the band themselves, and keep an eye out for that posting. It's going to be very cool. They're posting up a whole bunch of stuff via Decibel Magazine. This guy's just ripping. Dude, Matthew is a master. He's making it look so easy. All right, we could go on for another five minutes. We could. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to their singer Julian earlier this morning, and um, he was talking, mentioned that uh, he's really proud of the record, and he feels that uh, Matthew and Nicholas, their two guitarists, are absolutely at the peak of their game. And uh, he said this one's going to be absolutely crushing. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to hear the whole thing. Awesome. Uh, he who's Sick. He whose ox is gourd is a band from Seattle, not necessarily quote unquote metal, but they definitely have ties to the metal scene. They're uh, awesome. They have like kind of. Some psychedelic stuff, prog rock, kind of doomy stuff once in a while. Definitely heavy stuff. He Who's Ox is Gord coming out with a new record. It's their uh, it's their first full length, and mm-hmm. it's going to be called The Camel, The Lion, The Child, uh, and it's coming out on October 9th on Bleeding Light Records. Cool. Should Good be pretty them. sweet. Yep. Shout out to Brian and Lisa. Those yeah, two go visit rule, them man. at uh, Big Mario's. And they're super involved in the underground scene in Seattle. They all they both live at the Black Lodge. And so, oh, they live there. Yeah. yeah. Very positive people, man. Two of the nicest folks you could possibly hope to know. Totally. Tour announcement, uh, September 23rd at Numo's is going to be Epica and El Vete. That should be good. And my girlfriend's coming back, Miss Anna Murphy, on the Hurdy Gurdy. Uh, my one and only, like, Crush, metal crush or whatever. Hi guys, exciting news. Epic is returning to North America this September. And we're on a tour with Elveti from Switzerland and the Agonists. And uh, we're gonna have an awesome time. And I think tickets are going really fast. So get to our website. I'm sure they're flying. If there's any tickets left or get a VIP bundle <coughs> upgrade. That was a dick move. Awesome. I should have said See that. You there. See you there. See you there. Ciao. Yeah. I do legitimately like this band. Like I they're, listen they're to it great. on my own time. Dude, and it always verges on corny, but not all the way. It doesn't cross the line. Yeah. You know, first time I heard Bloodstained Brown by this band, I turned my buddy. This oh, is her. It's been eight she is. Now God, I fucking love her. American ground, and we're still on the Origins World Tour. And so it's long overdue that we finally return to North America. We'll hit the roads of the USA and Canada again in September and October this year. This time we'll have Dutch friends from Epica. So keep your eyes and ears open. Go get your tickets early and see you there. We can't wait. Cheers. Oh, it's a revolver tour. Yeah. That's cool. The Agonist. I haven't seen them since uh, the new the new yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, as I was saying, the uh, the first time I heard Bloodstained Bent Around by that band, I turned to my buddy. We were very stoned, and <laughs> I was just like, dude, that's a bitchin' flute solo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it usually is. Uh, dude, seriously, Anna Murphy, though. God. Mm-hmm. She's a babe. The things that I would not do because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> Uh, Def Heaven's going to be releasing a new album, uh, and it's coming out on Anti Records on October second, twenty fifteen. They're not on. It looks like they're not on Death Wish anymore, which is interesting. Hmm, huh. um, Wonder what happened there. 
everything. Everything. I don't know. They probably just didn't get re-signed off onto a new deal. But yeah. they put out two records, right? Yep. So uh, that's usually the standard. Coming out on October 2nd, it's called New Bermuda, and it's the new Deaf Heaven, so I'm sure it'll get uh, you know the best of 2015. Max Long got really into that band. Yeah. I see him posting about that band all the time. Uh, new Born of Osiris. I didn't really like the last record. I loved the record right before that. I And I... I don't know. Let's play song's called Throw Me in the Jungle. Whatever that means. It's heavy. Oh, they're going to be working with Sumerian Records again for their new record. Uh, this is one of the bands playing Summer Slaughter, but Summer Slaughter said, we're not going to Seattle. So we're not going to see them, probably for a little while at least. But if they got a new record coming out, I'm sure they'll be doing the rounds again. So I'm just going to pretend like I don't know about that because Summer Slaughter not coming here kind of upsets me. Accept stage dives and crowd surfs at a museum. Yeah, do you, have you seen the story yet? I'm reading it right now. It's awesome. So, okay, there's a deal where uh, there was an art display going on somewhere in Germany, and what it was, it was they ha- there are a, a group of like scientists or like archaeologists that find old fossils and like name them after heavy metal and punk rock icons. So they were, it was like a traveling exhibition. So these guys are at this like heavy metal fossil art show. Hmm. Sick. And they said that uh, Peter, ba- uh, Peter Baltz and Wolf Hoffman, the OG dudes from Accept, had never stage dived or crowd surfed before. After huh. being a band, you know, a heavy metal band for 30 years, especially as a young person, you'd think you'd have done that at least once or twice. So uh, they said, oh, the exhibition opened for the first time in 2013 at the Geo Museum, Geo Museum in Denmark, where King Diamond turned up and re- uh, revealed the model of the 400 million year old worm named in his honor. Hmm. It's called King Anitus Diamond. Nice. Huh. So, I'm trying to skip ahead here. Uh, so, the dudes from Accept showed up and started taking autogra- or signing autographs for people, which is so weird. And mm-hmm. what they did is they, it doesn't say how it happened, but they just started crowd surfing <laughs> through this like museum. So it was like a bunch of metalheads, scientists, uh, fossil fans, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And so there's pictures of them, yeah, just getting carried around. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but, that's cool. Uh, Sounds weird. The metal world is a far reaching place. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Strange, strange story. So, uh, Kyles is streaming a new song. Um, it's called Lost and Confused. I saw. They say, uh, we are happy to announce that we have a new record coming out on Season of Mist on October 2nd called Exhausting Fire. So, uh, yeah, pretty stoked about that. They're a really neat band. Kyles is awesome. I was at Whole Foods yesterday and I saw this chick with a Kyles shirt that was working, uh, the, the, uh, area where you check out the checkout stand <laughs> and I talked to her about it her shirt for a minute it was cool you, you had a connection her, you checked her out at the checkout did stand. you guys make out no but I had a connection it was good a job mis, it was a misconnection Kevin can still talk to girls good <laughs> once job. in a while <laughs> this is cool though I like this band tell her she has good taste in music also you should go back and talk to her again she looked at my Torch shirt and was like, what's Torche? And I was like, you know Kylesa but not Torch? That's weird. That is kind of weird, actually. This song's sweet, though. Kylesa. All right, uh, you guys know uh, Pussifer, right? 
Oh, I know Pussifer. Because everybody's been like whining and wanting to hear a new Tool record or whatever, but turns out that there's going to be something going on here with Pussifer. If my fucking computer would load. I don't think it's gonna. Nah, it's, it's not loading up for me either. New Pussifer. Because <laughs> all the Tool fans wanted Tool. Yeah, so, so there's gonna be jerking them around. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Is yours not loading either? No, one. It's dude. It's up. the NSA. They're like, hey, you guys can't talk about that. No tool for you. Oh, here it is. Okay, so Maynard James Keenan is coming back with uh, their band's third record. It's gonna be called Money Shot. Hmm. It's like Babe Ruth in it. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's coming out October 30th via Pussifer Entertainment. They have their own label. Fair enough. So, so on Pussifer. On kind of a downer note, um, after the burial is dropping off of Summer Slaughter yeah. and uh, have issued a statement about um, this now-deceased guitarist Justin Lowe. And uh, here's the statement. Um, In the wake of our loss, it comes with heavy hearts to inform everyone that we have decided not to perform this year's Summer Slaughter tour. The recent events have been unimaginably heartbreaking, and Justin's passing is something that each of us needs time with our families and friends to recover from. Justin Lowe's story may have had a sad ending, but the legacy he leaves with us is one that should not do nothing but inspire. From the bottom of our hearts, we'd like to thank everyone who has reached out in support and with kind words for him, his family, and us. It has been truly amazing to see all the people whose lives he has impacted in a positive way. Yeah, man, that's just a sad story. Sad to see that, you know, couldn't get... I'm getting a little the help up over here, oh, man. Get, couldn't get him, the, get him get him the help that he needed, clearly. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's nobody's fault. It's just sad to see. Man, so. I, I still stand by Rare Form, man. That record is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I grabbed that. We're going to play some of that on Metal Shop this so week. So good. Uh, Black Breath has a new record coming out. I'm very excited about this. It's going to be called Slaves Beyond Death. It's their third full length. Uh, their uh, record release show is going to be a party, dude. It's going to be September 26th at the Highline. In fact, Ryan, I need you... F- it's on a Saturday night. <laughs> you need to be a correspondent and go. <sighs> Somebody's got to do it. But can you please get us on that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm all over Make it, Make that a priority because uh, it doesn't say who they're going to play with, but I guarantee you it's going to be a good lineup. Yep. Yep, Dylan is uh, very excited about that one. I will make sure that happens. I want to see the cover art. It was painted by uh, this guy named Paolo Girardi from Italy. Who's been knocking it out of the right. park. He did the last Bell Witch one. Yep. If cool. you remember that. Uh, Inquisition, Manila Road. Slaves Beyond Death, man. That's awesome. Black Breath, f***ing huge. We called it. Yeah, totally called it. One band that didn't really do much, Owen Hart. Well, you or know. Or Earth Control. When you have kids and you settle yep. down. And when you're in 9,000 bands. Like Brian Skiffington. Right. Uh, it's kind of hard. We were ta- Yeah, I'm not trying to talk any I'm just saying. Uh, somebody was talking some f***ing sweet Some very funny was uh, Mr. Dave Matrice of Jungle Rot, who we met this year and uh, talked to at, at Mayhem Fest, and was super, super cool. Him and the, their, their bass player, Jeff. Super, he's, yeah, down-to-earth dudes. He's a rad dude, man. So you guys heard, it, it's been such a bizarre like drama unfolding about Mayhem Fest this year. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Going back and forth, and last week when uh, Kerry King uh, kind of like skewered the tour in an interview... While they're in the middle of the tour still, you know? So what he said was, do I know this tour wasn't booked correctly? Absolutely, I know this tour wasn't booked correctly. Gary Holt made the comment that usually there's the main stage, a second stage, a third stage, and then that piece of shit record stage. Now what they're calling a second stage is at best a fourth stage, and they're wondering why people aren't showing up. So King's uh, piece of record stage isn't going to go over well with Tony Victory. What are you talking about? It's a piece of shit record stage. You're a piece of shit, Kerry King. <laughs> you solo like shit. You sound uh, a bit like Tony Triumph. Uh, where is Tony Triumph when you need him? I don't know. Right. Anyway, so this is what he said because, you know, as a as a death metal guy, I, I thought Jungle Rod and Whitechapel were two good picks for that. Yeah. They, they happen to be on Victory Records. I wouldn't mind seeing, like, Terror play. That would yeah. be cool. They needed another stage. So Dave Matrice, uh... Very candidly responded. Here's what he said. I'm going to be truthful. I take it very personally. I'm a longtime Slayer fan, and I hate to say it, but now I'm going to change my thoughts about Slayer over this. It's because of the simple fact there's a lot of people, including myself and a lot of bands here, that have a lot of money invested in this tour, and we're trying to make our money back, and we're trying to keep this thing rolling. Obviously, everybody's losing a lot of money. 
And here's this guy, and he opens his mouth and sabotages the tour, in my opinion, and then he talks about Victory Records, and that's our label as well, and calls it a, quote, stage. Well, if it wasn't for Victory probably getting the stage, this tour would have never even happened. That's just my opinion, and if he would get off the bus once in a while instead of charging $20 for a picture or signing or whatever the hell he does, he'd probably see that there's some really good talent out there, man. So yeah, I take it very personal. I think he stuck his foot in his mouth, and I hope it turns on him, and I hope for the worst. I've had enough. This guy's been running his mouth long enough, and this is the final straw. The final Ooh. straw. The final draw. Whatever. So, Jungle Rot was so sick on Mayhem, man. They were good, yeah. And it's like they said, the tour is, it's got like another couple weeks or another week left on so it. So like, awkward. Yeah. When you run into each other on catering, hope that's. They probably don't. Like he said, like, Carrie King probably doesn't even get off the bus. Yeah. Well. Doesn't want to get bothered. Piece of shit records holding it down in 2015. <laughs> this week on Brutal Poetry Too Hot for Radio, we'll get really nasty as Ian. Gets into the lyrics for a band called Torn the Fuck Apart off the song Sulfuric Semen Stank Dunk Tank. Ian, let's take a listen to these lyrics on Brutal Poetry Too Hot for Radio. Dip that bitch in, gasping for air, to God you pray. Feeling your life slip away, eyes popping out, face melting off, gasping for air, looking for help. Dip. In slow feel the burn, the meaning of pain learned. Smell the putrid stench of flesh as it burns you to your death. Screams fill the air, smells of burnt hair. The aftermath, so fucking sick. Bloody pus oozes from my It must end here, gasping for air. What only, what took months, months to fill, only took sex seconds to kill. What took months to fill took seconds to kill a hot piece of ass now turned into gas. Great. Sulfuric semen skank dunk tank. Torn the f*** apart. Well, see you in hell. Thanks for listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, number 60, the actual 63 this time. Good job. And we'll see you guys again next week. Thanks for listening. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 